Welcome to the Liver Alone Podcast, the podcast where two nerds who consume a whole lot of horror discuss their favorite pieces of horror media. From movies and TV shows to video games, novels, and everything in between. Because this is a spooky world, and we're just thriving in it. I'm your host, Sarah, the survivalist in your slasher friend group that will put up a lasting fight, but inevitably die because only the final girl can survive. And I'm your host, Ian, the fearless fighter in your slasher friend group that tries to save the day but ends up dying because physical strength just doesn't win in horror. In today's episode, we're talking about a horror movie that is very much a horror, but is also very much a Christmas movie. One that is also PG-13, I did not realize that before, but surprisingly pretty darn good, Krampus from 2015. And I say 2015 because I'm pretty sure there are other Krampus movies, but we're talking about the one from 2015. And a brief synopsis of Krampus. While the holiday season represents the most magical time of year, ancient European folklore warns of Krampus, a horned beast who punishes naughty children at Christmas time. When dysfunctional family squabbling causes young Max to lose his festive spirit, it unleashes the wrath of the fearsome demon, and the family must band together to save one another from a monstrous fate. Alright, so we've we've got some festive horror going on here. Like we promised, we wanted to do some like Christmas time horror, and I felt like Krampus would be like the perfect one to start with. But before we kick things off, before we start talking about it, we have to start with a game. We always do a game. So Today's game is going to be a round of trivia, creeping it real. And I've got some very interesting things about this movie. I never really looked into Krampus before because it was like a one-off kind of movie, but I did it for this episode and I found some interesting things. So are you ready? Yes. Okay. Let's start with the first one. How long did the opening sequence take to film? This is the sequence where everybody's kind of like attacking each other in the store. That It took one week. No. (laughs) (laughs) Longer? No. Less than that? Like one day? It was one day. Oh, shit. I was going to say one day, but then I would have been like, nah. Yeah, it was one day. Did you see how chaotic that scene was? And they did it in one day. What does that remind you of? Turbo Man? (laughs) It reminds me of that. It does. It just reminds me of Black Friday chaos. Yeah. Right? Wait, 2015 wasn't that bad, though. But I think it was worse, actually. Like in-person shopping. Oh, yeah. In-person, you would go there and then be online for like, and there's like 40 people. I feel like that was actually accurate. Question number two. Two actresses are actually related. Who? The two the two daughters? They're, they are kids, but it's not the two daughters. Wait, what do you mean by two daughters? Um, Stevie and Jordan. Are they related? They're not related, but you've got one. Stevie? Stevie. And the little, little baby? No. The, the Max? No. <laughs> Wait, the other kid? What's his name? Who doesn't talk? Howie? No. You're gonna go through the whole list. The, ba- the I know. Who are was, you missing? It was Max. Oh, the sister. The his sister. They're yeah. related. Yep, Stevie and what, what's Beth. It? Beth. They're they're, re- they're real life. They're real life sisters. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's so because i think they dressed stevie up in such a way that you can't see their similarities they have like she has like glasses on and stuff so you can see it but they're not twins though they're not twins but they but if you see photos of stevie without the glasses you can see the similarities oh cool (laughs) i didn't i I was like nah really i know right okay number three one of the gingerbread men is voiced by a well-known comedian and i'll give you a clue this comedian has red hair who carrot top no Seth Green? Yeah. 
And which one was it? Was it the main one that killed him? Oh, goodness. I don't know. It was one of them. <laughs> there was like five, four of them, yeah. Yeah, he's one of, one That's of cool. them. They, I think they put his voice high speed because he, he had like high pitch voice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next one. True or false? Krampus is most associated with German culture. True. It's false. Oh, wait. It's false? Tricked yeah, yeah, yeah. you there. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she's talking German. I. It's kind of a trick question because there are German elements. But it's not actually most associated Is with German. Dutch? No. Netherlands? No. It's Austrian. Wow. So very close. And it is associated with German culture as well. I'll give you a bonus fact. There are some parts where the grandmother is speaking Austrian. That's what. I, that's why when we looked at the movie, this, this is the second time that we saw it, I was like, I didn't think it was German. But you knew you were like German. Well, here's the thing. She was talking in German with the grandkid. But when she was talking to her son, she was speaking in Austrian. Or they were speaking to one another in Austrian. For real? Interesting, right? How do you know that? You look, you I looked it up. up. What the... F- for real? That's why when she was... When Adam Scott... Is that his name? Yeah. When he was speaking, I was like, I don't understand what he's saying. But I understood when he when the grandmother was speaking to the kid. I was like, what? And now I know why. Because it was Austrian. Sarah was learning uh, German. Yeah, I should have explained. <laughs> yeah. Well, I understood some yeah. parts, but not all of it. Isn't that interesting? That's crazy. Okay. And the last question. A famous house in another horror movie is displayed in one of the snow globes. I'll give you a hint. It's from a very old movie. It was from Poltergeist. No. Home Alone. <laughs> That's not very old, though. Is it? No. It's much older <laughs> than Home Alone. And it's a horror movie. I'll just give it to you. It's the Psycho House. Oh, for real? Yeah, you wouldn't always associate psycho with the house but you can picture it in your head when you say the psycho house because it's like on top of a hill and whatnot so it was the actual house from all the way back in 19 maybe a recreation of that house but it was the house that's cool okay so why did we pick this piece of content i think it's pretty clear we're doing this episode in december and of course we want to do some festive horror i felt like it would be the perfect time and probably the only time to do it so it was kind of perfect and i feel like krampus is one of the more recent Christmassy horror movies that we've seen. I know there's a bunch of them and there's probably more that are a bit more legacy if you think about it. But I don't know. Something about Krampus. I just wanted to start off with this one. The first movie that when you said Christmas horror, that's the, it was like the first movie that came to mind. I don't know why. I think the reason why, and this is part of the reason why I like this movie so much so we can just like segue into it. But I think the reason why is because first and foremost, this movie is a Christmas movie. And then it has horror elements, whereas a lot of movies will be like very horror, but it'll be set during the winter or it'll be like, maybe it's horror. It's a debate in the horror world. Like this is definitely a horror. This is definitely not blah, blah, blah. Or it's definitely a Christmas movie. What's that movie with um, Die Hard? Yeah. Where where people are like, is it a Christmas movie? Is it not a Christmas movie? But this one is very, very distinctly a christmas movie with horror in it that's probably why i'm like this is this is a christmas horror movie because as soon as it starts you hear christmas music (laughs) yeah and it's a really good christmas song too (laughs) it's not like a really crappy one like they didn't skimp on that and they didn't skimp on the um on the brands like you could see you can see name brand stuff in the store like (laughs) tvs rokus all kind of shit yeah like when you first turn on the movie you feel like you're watching a christmas movie because it's in a store (laughs) Because it's in a store, yeah. it's starting off with a Christmas setting. Everything is just very Christmassy. We talked about it when we rewatched it for this episode, but it gave National Lampoon vibes. 
it felt like a Christmas movie. Like, it didn't feel like, oh, this is giving me a horror movie vibe. Yeah. It wasn't until very much later on when the story was set up, still very Christmassy, that the horror started to kind of slowly creep in. Yeah, and then it had other vibes. It had Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. So when I was doing the research for this, which all ties into the reason why we like it so much, they actually did that on purpose. Their whole direction was to ensure that it was first and foremost a Christmas movie that also had horror elements as opposed to the other way around. You would think when you're watching a horror movie, it's the other way around. It's horror first and then the other elements afterwards, which is what we commonly see when we watch other movies that are like this. But this one definitely feels like Christmas first, horror second. They should have put more um, Christmas stuff in it. Like, to make it, like, a complete satire. Like, how Scream did. It would have it worked out. But I think it kind of had a lot of that. Like, if we think about the family setting, it just gave me, like, 100% National Lampoon vibes. Yeah. Everybody was chaotic. Everybody was annoying and messy. And there was nothing actually horrific about those things, about those scenes in the movie. It was just Krampus that came and started invading into this family, right? Yeah. And was, was the gun supposed to be Die Hard? <laughs> oh, oh, maybe. Oh, the guns, yeah. Maybe. I feel like there was a lot of horror movie. I mean, I feel like there was a lot of Christmas movie influences. Like, lots yeah. of them. Another thing I really like about this movie, once again, this is a PG-13 movie, right? Which is probably why we don't see that much horror or that much, like, really, really head-on type of horror. We talked about this in Five Nights at Freddy's. But the scary parts are actually scary. I don't know. There's something about this movie, regardless of it not being 100% a horror movie, that sticks with me and freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. It's creepy. Like the clown. <laughs> the clown eating one of the um, one of the kids. Yeah. Like you can see him slowly swallowing her. And he's not even eating her. He's like just swallowing her to put her in like a sleeping bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the sharp teeth that's scary. And then like the gingerbread the gingerbread uh, guys are shooting at him. They're kind of funny, but yeah. they're also kind of creepy. Yeah, because like at first I was like this, like they're not going to be that scary. But then or they were like funny. Yeah. And creepy and jumping around, but then after a while, you're like, yo, this shit is freaky, because remember the doll that's, that smiled? Yeah. <laughs> and opened up her wings? Yeah, <laughs> that it was, was, it was, creepy. It was some creepy shit going on there. And also Krampus. Krampus is super creepy. Yeah. Well, you, don't, yeah. you don't actually see Krampus, right? You don't see his full face. You don't see everything about him 100%, and that's what makes him super, super creepy. You'll find instances of him outside, and you'll look at him for a split second, and then he's gone. There's something really disturbingly creepy about that when the daughter went beth went outside and it was very dark and eerie nobody was in the town and it was just her and krampus that was scary as yeah. hell and you don't even see krampus but it was scary and then there's off-screen deaths i don't yeah. even think they died i think they he just took them wrapped them up and took took them to hell yeah yeah, yeah. i think you're yeah, right they didn't show you any like or the snow globe whatever yeah. yeah yeah i think you're right so it was freaky it was like where's these people going and remember they got sucked into the bottom like they, they're not dying they're just getting sucked into like Whatever. Hell or whatever the hell it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And it's, I think that's what makes it scary in this movie is that it's not about, like, the kills. It's a, just about the eeriness of yeah. it. It's so eerie. And then Krampus is, like, Santa Claus, but he has, like, yeah. a reindeer, cross between a reindeer, Santa Claus with devil horns. It's like, what the fuck? He's very creature-y. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> mythical? Very mythical <laughs> yeah. creature-y, which sometimes, I feel, in my opinion are the creepiest kind of monsters. Everything was just just enough amount of mystery and vagueness that it makes you kind of turn things into something much more scarier in your head through your own imagination. 
And I think that's like my favorite kind of horror when they leave you to kind of make things scary in your own head. Krampus is obviously, well, this one is obviously also funny. Like, it's not just Christmas. It's not just horror. It's also a bit of comedy, right? And it's entertaining. Yeah, it doesn't, it's funny, but it's not over the top funny. Yeah. Right? But it is, there's like little like nods and pokes. <laughs> Yeah. To make you laugh, and then after, and then afterwards, the horror shit happens. Yeah. There's just so many pokes going on that, like, if you're an avid watcher of Christmas movies and horror movies, you just get it, and so it's fun. Yeah, d- just like how they stick in the uh, National Lampoon stuff. Yeah. Like, the family is from, the family's from, like, the, not the South, but he's, like, they, I mean, they say that they're, like, re- like Republican. Yeah. <laughs> like, they say that, and they're, like, and he has guns, mm-hmm. and they want to fight, and they wear camo, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just like National Lampoon, so as soon as they walked out, like, it was giving me those vibes. Yeah. And then definitely. he makes fu- he makes fun of the family how they're rich. Yeah. And how they have a trailer. So they make fun of them how they have a trailer. It's yeah. I think the lore of Krampus, and I know it stems in actuality, like it's really stemming from Austrian and German culture. So it's like a whole thing, but the lore that they talk about in the movie is really fascinating. I kind of love those kinds of stories. I like folk tale-y type of stories or like fairy tales we talked about this in five nights at freddy's but fairy tales that have like dark origins i love those kinds of stories and you get a lot of that here because of course krampus is rooted in that it also adds to the appeal of the mystery the vagueness the kind of eeriness the question i have is did the grandmother because of the grandmother did krampus come alive back again because of her because it was linked to her i don't think it is i think what they tried to say in the example of the grandmother is that when she was a child, she also was struggling with familial issues. And so she was kind of like, screw my family, whatever. And then Krampus came because she, she did that during the holiday time. And so history kind of repeated itself with Max. And Max did it. And then it happened again. Yeah, but that could happen anytime. Well, it happened this time. Man. <laughs> well, that's the thing, yeah, right? The movie was a story about this one family. But I'm sure that could happen to any other family. Yeah. But we get the backstory because the grandmother had experience, yeah. let's say, with it as well. Because at the end, there's, all, there's so many snow globes, so he's, he's just collecting. Because let's say, like, the grandmother didn't know and didn't have experience with this. It would just be a family of, like, what the heck? What, there's mm-hmm. a random monster here, but you get the backstory thanks to the grandmother. Yeah. Oh, let's also just shout out the great acting, Tony Collette. Oh, yeah. I'm so... I'm, I can't believe that we did a movie with Tony Collette in it. And we didn't do Hereditary first, but whatever. Yeah, but there's a nod to Hereditary in that shit too. No, there isn't. Yeah, you remember what? what you remember when the ginger be- the gingerbread man wrapped her ass up with the thing and hung her. She yes. was holding her neck, and I, was, and I was like, Hereditary. Okay, but Hereditary came out afterward. Yeah, so maybe she was like, "I'm gonna do this in Hereditary <laughs> <laughs> to make it." Yeah, is this? She grabbed her neck the same way, like this. no, it was the same way. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that you said that when we were watching. She grabbed the neck, but she was slicing it like it was. Oh gosh, yeah. we so, need to talk. Uh, that's about a reach. Hereditary. That's a fucking reach. That's it a is reach, a reach, but it's a good one. <laughs> but she, yeah, she did really good. And I was like, when they started the movie, you're like, why did this or the trailer, or whatever? Why did she pick to act in this movie? But it it was perfect. She was the perfect person to act in the movie. Tony Collette goes into interesting projects. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> right? like she just. I'm, I'm just gonna do this. She over jumps here, from you know, genre to genre. Yeah, it's interesting, but I, she's she's really good at horror. Yeah, the way that she acts and the way that she does her accents, like uh, like an American accent, you cannot tell. Dude, I would have never known that she was not American. She has such a good American accent. Yeah. Probably better than ours. Yeah. (laughs) 
And she could do all the other accents like Brooklyn and stuff too. Dislikes. Do you have any dislikes? Okay, so my di- one of my dislikes is I wanted more of the story because, like to understand it. Because even the first time when we saw it, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Mm. It's kind of confusing. Because you're like, why are they, are they killing them? Are they putting them in, a, in hell? And how do they come back at the end? Mm-hmm. Is that the fucking scariness of they, they're going to be living Christmas in a ball over and over again? But yeah. Max was aware and they're all looking at each other at the end. Like, are they aware what the fuck happened? I think you're actually spot on. Yeah, that's like, that's one of my things. And another thing is, what is this movie trying to be? Is it trying to be a horror? Is it trying to be a Christmas movie? Is it trying to be... In the beginning of Christmas, we're like, all right, it's a good Christmas movie. And then the horror shit happens. But then you're like, why is this shit happening to them? I need some more explanation. Like, why are these animals all jumping around? Why are the elves bad? Since when does Krampus have elves? He's a, he's a, is he negative Santa? Or something else, something else. <laughs> If it's, um, are you, are we all forced to love Christmas? What if you don't uh, like Christmas one day, then you're bad and then Krampus comes to get you? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you have like really funny questions because (laughs) I feel like all of your questions have the explanation in it and you've explained it like spot on. Okay. So your first question was you wanted more of the explanation, but then you got the explanation in your question about the explanation. Like, I think you're spot on what it's about. What kind of movie was it? You also explained that it's a Christmas movie. It's a horror movie. It's a family It's movie. an action movie also. Was it sh- well, it's <laughs> not really action. Yeah. It's like the action was part of the horror, right? Because it was a bunch of chaos going on. That was part of the horror. And the family issues is connected to like classic Christmas movies as well. So I feel like it's very distinctly a Christmas movie and a horror movie. It's just like... 80% Christmas movie and 20% horror, I think. I don't think it's about liking Christmas. I think it's about... Behaving yourself? <laughs> not behaving yourself. I think it's about coming together with your family and kind of putting your differences aside in order to be a community, in order to be a family, in order to continuously love one another, blah, blah, blah. Things that are associated with family, right? So I think mm-hmm. what the lesson is is not necessarily like guys we have to get along because it's christmas time it's more like we need to find a common ground here and love one another because we're family to write off the hope of ever being a family is like the start of an unraveling kind of chaos does that make sense i get it you know what else was crazy the um how they went outside and there's nobody there it's just this it's just this one family that has to come together to fix this but they problem. explained that too because yeah. everybody went to tropical islands for their holiday oh, yeah. but yeah but what's her her boyfriend wasn't there that was the only thing what the hell happened to the family maybe this whole movie happened beforehand at the the family's house the other family's house oh yeah and the fa- that family was bad too bad <laughs> maybe fighting. it's happened to several times in this community and <laughs> we're just we're just witnessing this family's in particular and also if the son started it he started and he made his whole family get fucked. So basically. he basically fucked his whole family. He basically did that. <laughs> yeah. And that's what the grandmother was saying. The grandmother was like, I did that to my family too. Whoops. Oh, yeah. So then, so that's how Max is alive. And also the father never said anything. Like after the mother said the story, he was just like, he wasn't like, that's bullshit. He was just like, okay. That was weird. Like, that was super fucking weird. I think what's weird is his character in general. Like he kind of just wrote off everything. Like whatever. Anyway, what's more important is just keeping the family safe but he never questioned anything yeah. he was just like anyway his character was weird in particular i have two dislikes the one dislike is i wish it was rated r because i feel like <laughs> if it was rated r we would get a lot more blood 
gore, a lot more horror. It would be less 80-20 in terms of like Christmas horror and it would be more like 60-40. I think that would have been a nicer balance. Um, which, and also it was PG-13, but I'm pretty sure the aunt cursed. Like she said the F word. Yeah, you're allowed a certain amount. Um, you're allowed a number. Interesting. Okay, so that's my one dislike. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the two. The second dislike is that the humor aged pretty badly (laughs) like there are a lot of stereotypes in this movie and like okay i get it it's social commentary on the stereotypes but some of the humor was just like not funny anymore yeah so i guess that's just the way it goes with humor but some of the jokes were just like okay this is stale as hell so it's kind of cheesy watching it again yeah if it's a christmas horror movie you know that you're going to continuously watch it year over year so the jokes could have been a little bit more timeless, but... Yeah, they could have fixed the jokes. I do like this movie. Like, I would watch it every year. I would watch it every year. Because it's like, it's it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> you yeah. put it on Christmas, yeah. It feels more like a Christmas movie. And I like when movies are made that way because it makes that movie timeless. Like, you want to continuously watch it every single year. And that's probably why. And I refuse to do this movie on this podcast because I don't want to watch it. But I have a feeling that's why Eli Roth did the Thanksgiving movie. We gotta watch that movie. I really don't want to watch that. I think shit. we should watch it because we're a podcast now. We gotta watch it. Okay, I really don't want to watch that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. I hate it. I hate the whole concept of it. But Think I, I'm just saying as as an example, that's probably why he did the Thanksgiving horror movie. Oh yeah, because there's no really Thanksgiving movie. So people will watch it every year. Yeah. And he'll make bank every Thanksgiving. Maybe we should try it out. Anyway, <laughs> so you know what's funny? When you were talking about your dislikes and like what is Krampus or like who is Krampus and you said that it was kind of like an an alter ego or an opposite of Santa, you're, you're spot on on that too. So like all of your guesses or estimates on what this whole movie is about, you were spot on. So maybe you didn't need the extra explanation. They should explain it. You movie. just needed validation. <laughs> yeah. We're going to end this episode off by going onto our social. I'm going to do it live right now, to be honest with you, and scope out some comments that y'all have been leaving on our Instagram, on our discussion post. Make sure that you're following us at Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, particularly on Instagram because we do discussion posts the day of every single new episode. So make sure that you're there and chatting with us. But let's see what, what y'all have been commenting on. This one is hilarious because it's from a teaser where we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about villains or slasher villains from the West Craven world. Yeah. And you just did not know any of them on the spot. I get it. Like I know it's hard <laughs> to yeah. think of them on the spot, but you said Michael Myers. <laughs> but that's John Carpenter. And that's John Carpenter and somebody said I would be so embarrassed, too. And then somebody else said, Freddy, bro. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it's hard. It's hard when you're in front of a camera. Like, believe it or not, we're in front of a camera. We've got, like, the re- the recording in front of our face. There's a lot of pressure. From my experience playing games where I'm on pressure, I can't, I can't say words properly. Yeah. That is all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, do us a favor. Leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you so much to those who have done so already for season one. That has been such a joy to see whenever I go and I hit refresh on Spotify or on Apple. It's so cool to see that five-star rating. So thank you so much for that. 
Again, find us at Liver Alone Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We've been doing some uncut episodes on YouTube, so if you're watching us right now, you're watching us on YouTube, but you're seeing the uncut version of the official released episode. So thank you for being here. And um, next week, we're going to be talking about something spooky, but we're going to stay in the festive realm. I won't tell you what it is exactly. Stay tuned next week and you will find out. But for now, we'll see you in the kitchen with a knife.